Category 5 Technology TV. Hey, we've got our headphones on. We've got five different types of Bluetooth headphones we're going to be looking at here yeah. on the show this week. We're going to just kind of tell you, hey, what ones are our favorites? You want to stick around and we'll find out. Sorry, did you start off the noise oh, cancel? Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, turn that oh, off. Oh, you can sorry. hear me now? Can you hear me now? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Right. So what are we doing in the intro? He's got those fancy noise-canceling headphones. All right, let's do it. are trusted only to solid-state drives by Kingston Technology. Revive your computer with improved performance and reliability over traditional hard drives with Kingston SSDs. Category 5 TV streams live with Telestream Wirecast and Nimble Streamer. Tune in every week on Roku, Kodi, and other HLS video players. For local showtimes, visit Category5.tv. Category5.tv is a member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Cat5.tv slash TPN and the International Association of Internet Broadcasters, cat5.tv slash IAIB. Welcome to the show, everybody. We've got some great headphones that we're going to be reviewing in just a couple of minutes' time. What's new, my friends? I don't know. We got snow here, which <laughs> I'm not yeah, happy It's about. actually feeling like winter. Yes. Yeah. Today was bring your kid to work day for grade niners. Oh, was it? And so my daughter, okay. like 14 years old, is at work with me, and she built her own computer. Really? Yeah, a Core i5. She built it with 8 gigs of RAM and a 500 gig hard drive. She slapped Windows 10 in there and nice. then said, oh, I don't really want this, Dad, but I do want to be able to do FL Studio. So what can we do? So we put uh, Linux Mint 19.4 in there as a dual boot. Oh, that's perfect. So now she's turning on her computer, her new computer that she built at the at the office, and it's asking, do you want Linux Mint or do you want Windows? And she jumps into Windows 10 when she wants to do music production. She jumps into Linux when she wants to do her usual Gotta stuff. Got love the dual boot. Yeah. Nice. So... I, like, I'm so excited about, like, my kids are getting to that age where they're, well, they're at that age where they're doing their own thing. They're showing their own talents. And it's like, wow, you can, like, my kid just built her own computer. I'm excited mine don't eat glue anymore. And <laughs> <laughs> she also doesn't do that. But, and then she, like, progressed to install FL Studio 20. She's, like, creating her own music she's she created three new songs today at bring your kid to work day oh nice on her new computer that she just built that's dual booted with windows 10 and linux mint wow. and she's creating music in fl studio with some new plugins that she's found and like all this kind of stuff now is take your kid to work day still the same as when i was a kid like i had to go back and write a report about what i did now it's in color I'm not that old. <laughs> but, but I mean, like, she still has to do a report about what she learned and all that kind of stuff. Oh, wouldn't that be neat? Because if that's I don't the case, know, I don't. If that's the case, have her play her music. Be like, yeah, I went there, I built a computer, my, and yeah. I made music, so boom. Yeah. Mic drop. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There you go, kids. A plus. All you accountant kids. <laughs> In your face, yo. No, no I tried. We, we were talking about that with my son this morning. He's like, "When's yeah. take your kid to work day?" I'm like, "Well, it's grade nine, but I don't know." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's like early November. How old's Owen? Uh, he's in grade eight. He'll be thirteen okay. next week. 
Yeah, yeah, because so, he's just a little younger than Tally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So being a grade eight, he's looking forward to it. And, and we were talking about it this morning, going, "Well, Dad, what about what would you do if, <laughs> if I went to work with you?" I'm like, "We'd work on contracts." Yeah, you're <laughs> like, he's in, like you're in like politics and, and like union and legal yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, "Oh, oh, oh contracts." I'm like, Owen, "Oh, dude, I'm... it's exciting." And he's like, no. uh. It reminds me of when I did that when I show was the him kid the show, on Take yeah. Your Kid to Work Day, and yeah. and my dad worked at a factory. So literally, yeah. you know the mind numbing witness training that you have at the beginning of any job. <laughs> yes, was that that week? That was that day. Wow, because like, you weren't allowed to go into the actual factory until you had done all this training. Yeah, it's a safety thing. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's legit, but it was just like, this is your introduction to the workforce. Six hours of this boring training, (laughs) and then a quick tour around the factory. (laughs) See, I'm so fortunate that at least I have the flexibility at my job to be able to say, okay, like, let's make this fun for her today. And we, like, I did my best to to do some fun activities and build your own computer and build, you know, like, what do you want it to do? Build your own computer and she gets to bring it home? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's Yeah, and and then we... Got a doggy bag like that from Take a Kid to Work. <laughs> this is not what I got either. A Core i five with eight gigs and five hundred gig hard drive. I was a yeah, mechanic shop. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't and get oil. There's this like there's this like um, flat screen widescreen monitor like this sitting on the um, on the e waste pile. So I'm like, I wonder what's up with that. And so we plug that in. And and of course, Dad here, Robbie is is like the guy who's like been over the. Uh, if you've been following the show, you know over the past couple of years, I've been working on learning how to repair microelectronics and doing yeah. some soldering and stuff like that. So yeah. here's this nice BenQ monitor sitting on the e-waste pile that somebody just brought in, and it's e-waste, so they want to get rid of it. Took it apart. Took the bezel off and pulled the monitor out, pulled out the power supply, because, of course, the power supply is going to be the problem, right? Yeah. Three capacitors burnt out. That's it. Two of them are 1,000 microfarad, 10 uh, volt um, capacitors. Like, everybody who is interested in electronics has 1,000 microfarad yeah. capacitors sitting in their, in their toolbox. Like, mm-hmm. I have, I have a, an assortment of them. Um, and then there's one that's a 25-volt, uh, is 680 microfarad capacitor. Those three capacitors were burned out. Mm-hmm. You remember, Jeff, when I did the, um, the gigabit switch... Yes, yeah, 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 okay. That switch had 1,000 microfarad, right, okay, 10-volt... Yep capacitors yeah so i had to buy in bulk like a bag for 12 bucks and i got a whole bunch of them no big deal so i already have a whole bunch of them left over because i repaired that and i proved that hey just a couple of soldering joints and boom i can fix this this device so i have those capacitors great um the extra capacitor the 680 microfarad 12 bucks so now she's got a brand new wicked size monitor yes yeah from the e-waste pile, so not only have I given my daughter now this wicked BenQ monitor, flat screen, it still has the, it actually still has the plastic wrap on it, oh like it's goodness. that new, like the person didn't even I'm sorting the through your wrap. e-waste tomorrow. Yeah, but it <laughs> didn't work. It, the power supply was burned out, right. so like somebody would plug it in and it doesn't work, so like what do you do? You throw it in the e-waste, well, you buy a new one. What's great is that you've now taken that out of the landfill. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So now we, of course, do e-waste, so it's responsible recycling. So yeah. we dissect those devices and we, and we recycle yeah. the components. But when you look at something like that and it's like, okay, this is going to cost me $12 to fix it. 
yeah, to make it work. That's not bad. And put this on the desk for my kid with an i5 computer from the e-waste pile <laughs> that cool. she has now built herself. Like, that's a good feeling as a dad yeah. to be able to pull that together. So awesome. not everybody has that, like, that scenario to to be able to do that for bring your kid to work day yeah but i think that was cool now you're gonna have a whole bunch of pe- kids be like mommy can I, can I go to your place <laughs> not only that you've got kids all across the globe watching this episode going dad what's wrong with you yeah why are you an accountant <laughs> why would you give me a computer I'm, if you're an accountant i'm sorry it's really cool we all need you we all need you but yeah you know what's fun numbers yeah I, I like said that. no one ever <laughs> I gotta, okay we've got 10 hours here's a calculator yeah. kid have I, fun I, I do have to say i mean i'm loving this conversation i feel like i'm on like uh, a sports commentary show like the three because of us are like the, hey, yeah, he's yeah, going yeah. into another left turn okay. and he just passed him it's another left turn uh-huh. so it's mm-hmm. kind of cold in here just in general but these actually are war- like, is that like warming you up yeah. i like it I feel we have five sets of bluetooth headphones i mean christmas is coming folks you've all got people on your list that you need to buy for including yourself but Hey, we're going to be taking a look at each of these five. Headphones are the hardest thing to review. Mm -hmm. So, hey, we're just going to try them out and see which ones we like the most. Exactly. So if you trust us, hey, this is going to be a great review for you. So stick around. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Now, we have five sets of Bluetooth headphones because we reviewed a couple and they keep sending us more. And so it's like, okay, well, how do you review Bluetooth headphones? We've tried the dummy head and it's like, well, okay, well, YouTube just erupts and says, well, that sounds terrible. And it's like, okay, well, you're listening to it on your laptop speakers. So it's Mm -hmm. not really a realistic replication. So really, when it comes down to headphones... The only way that we can express to you whether they're good or not is our own opinion. Exactly. It's like, okay, does Sasha think those ones sound great? Well, what does Robbie think? And what does Jeff think? Let's pass these around. We've got five sets of headphones. We're going to be taking a look. What do we have? We have the amazing Mixcoder HD 901s. And these ones are, well, they are roughly around like... 30 bucks. I mean, like we're looking at kind of entry level price stuff. We also in that price market, uh, we have the power locus headphones. So we've got these ones that you have the P3s, uh, the ones that I have on here, these now they've learned from their mistakes with the serialization. So the product number of this one is like this big long code. No worries. We have links for you at cat5.tv slash headphones, but we've reviewed these ones on the show as well. We're going to yep. talk about that. Mine are the Bluedio T-Monitor. That's right. Yeah. And then we also just kind of stepping things up because I want to answer the question, well, is it really worth spending more? Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have another pair of headphones here and these are from edifier and edifier we've actually reviewed their speakers they make incredible phenomenal speakers fabulous speakers so i really wanted to feel like what are their headphones like and and uh i'm excited about this i want to i want to give these ones a try because i can feel them in my hand they have a heft to them these are the w860 nbs oh you're right they do they really do like feel that versus that total total difference yeah like easily double the weight okay here, Sash. 
Not that that's a like, hey, yeah, okay, well, that's worth the extra price. No, but because yeah. it weighs more. <laughs> no, but that is a factor gonna... to put in because I mean, if you're yeah. gonna be wearing headphones for say six, seven hours, yeah, the weight does add. Well, but we're gonna be weighing. Huh? See how I did that? Uh-huh. We're going to be weighing the factors that we as listeners feel are important. The right. sound quality, the comfort, the aesthetics, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. things like that. So let's give these a try. You ready? Okay. All right. Now, we all on our personal phones have our favorite music, our personal favorite music loaded up. We are going to sync the Bluetooth headphones to our phones and give these a try so that we can give you an honest impression as to which one of these five is perhaps our favorite and which one comes in second place and why. Let's give this a go. Okay. Fire it up, folks. Okay. with the noise canceling without the music on no i don't know what that is anc no i didn't turn that on okay do it okay will that so, now be the best so i put that so on then we yep. talk. so we're talking flip the toggle switch and here what the, the f- right does it just make right? people go away like okay that alone number five like that is or number one one is the best. Wait. One is the best? That's the number one. Simply that alone. What the f- flipping heck and do Let me try. Right? Okay, seriously. And there's, I haven't even paired it yet. There's what? a button. There's a switch here that says okay. ANC. What does that stand for? I'm going to... Anti-noise canceling, maybe? I don't know. But, like, seriously, it mutes the world. Awesome noise cancellation. Like, okay, so Hi. we're talking while you flip Hi. that toggle switch. Where you does can, the sound like, of the fan go? You can go. hear the difference. Wow. Where it's does like, the sound of the fan go, Sasha? Not only that, like the reverberation within the voices, like it changes everything. Oh, listen to that. My goodness. Okay, simply from like, think of a kid with autism who's in a class, puts on the headphones to deal with audio. That feature right there, being able to make the difference between hearing the teacher and then turning it off and on, mind blowing. That's really nice. So, teachers, if you see your autistic child in the class go like this. <laughs> okay, yeah. then now you understand. Noise cancellation. Wow. ANC is active noise cancellation. Active Dude. noise cancellation. Okay. Okay. Do your review. Says yeah, good. wow. Okay, that, thank you. Wow. Active noise cancellation. Active noise. Okay, wow. that was... That is really cool. My goodness.
Okay, can I hear this? Yeah. That's okay, I'm going to take out my earbuds. Okay, okay here we go. <sighs> oh, okay. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Is this seriously what you're playing? Yes. No. Yes. Can but I say you it? Can't, you can't sing it. Okay, at least that. fast forward to Figaro. You're Somewhere around here. Is that, is that Are close? Are you the right spot? You can't even... Hello? What? I can't even hear my own freaking voice. What? What? Okay, now... Okay, now you I, know, I didn't even hello? play with the hello? touch volume okay. control. I gotta hello? play with that. Hello? Hello? Wow. That's displacing. Right? Weird. Okay, hold on. Turn for a second. I want to check yeah. something. Okay. Okay, have you gone back, like, forward and backwards? No, 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 not up and down. Forward and backwards. Well, that rewinded it. Okay. Yeah. I like the touch. Yeah. Yeah. But are you toggling the ANC? What? Sorry, I have anal noise cancellation. <laughs> Sorry, no. what's that? Were you toggling the ANC Active even noise. to hear the, the difference in the oh, song? Okay. Right. Okay, talk to me. Okay, so I'm talking to This sounds to like... like like POD or something. It, well, is this POD? Oh, did it go to POD? It went to POD. Okay, is it, yeah. Is it POD? Why did it switch from Bohemian Rhapsody? Well, because I I flipped my oh, finger. Oh, right, because you're flipping back and forth. Okay, yeah. put it back on Queen. Is that POD? No, no, it's it's uh it's Bohemian Rhapsody now. Do you want me to put it on POD? <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I hear it. Okay. okay. Now flip the ANC. No, flip okay. the ANC. ANC's on. Yeah, okay. Yep. But do you hear the way that song... Sorry, what? No, I can't hear you. But when I turn that off, no, but the difference now in the I can so hear you. Yeah, but the difference in the song, even the song changes. I can't, like I can't make out your words, but I can hear you. But when I turn on ANC, I cannot hear anything in the room. I can't even hear my own voice. That is trippy. That's really weird. <laughs> that is so weird. He's going to walk around the house. Becca, can you hear me? Because no, I can't hear me. Seriously, I couldn't hear my own voice when I turn on the ANC. Mm. Can so, you hear me oh. right now? Talk to me. Talk. Okay. Talk. Oh, I don't. No, I like to hear me. But turn off the ANC switch. Okay. It's just a and digital then, switch. And then and yeah. talk, talk, okay. talk, talk. So then, right? All right. And then I just do that, and then it goes away. It's weird. Is that weird? Yeah. What? I've never, I've, I've never tried ANC. That's wild. We have just tested all five sets of headphones. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. I gotta be honest, our minds are kind of blown right now. Well, you had yours pretty loud. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay, so where do we start? Let's start with something that we've already seen here on the show. These are the Power Locusts. Now, I joked about how they've improved their naming mechanisms, but these are the, right. you ready for this? PWCPITTUK Bluetooth 4.2 plus EDR headphones. That's the... Pork Put UK. Yeah. We've, we <laughs> saw these on episode number 566 of Category 5 Technology TV. Wow, that long ago. But, yeah. And what I like about these is that it has an SD card reader. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, if I recall correctly from that episode, it was only like two or three file formats that it actually played. You know what? I don't, I don't care. No, fair enough. But if somebody has a plethora of file formats with their music... 
they need to be aware of that. You may but have with, to do some Okay, converting. so with the SD card reader. Yes, SD card reader. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so sure. remember, these are Bluetooth headphones, so they connect to your phone and they'll play whatever you're playing. Yeah. No matter what format it is, if your phone mm-hmm. will play it, it will play it. The SD card reader, I just simply loaded my MP3s on it. So, and yeah. when I say I don't care, it's like... I'm just going to put MP3s on it, right? Well, like, course, let's yeah. keep it simple. Load it up with my favorite MP3s, and then I can use these without having to have my phone in my pocket. Right. I don't need Bluetooth. I can use just the MP3 card. Yes. Okay. So how did these rank for you guys? Uh, the P3s? Yeah. So I let's say, them. okay, so we're ranking based on our perceived sound quality, the sound quality of these Bluteo headphones. So, yeah. Sasha, what do I you think? I give them an 8 for sound. 8 out of 10. Yeah. So, 8 is pretty high. Yeah. So, that's oh. great. I like so, these this. sound really good. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff, what do you think? So, I didn't realize we are giving number scheme. I actually have, like, written comments for oh, most of okay. So, he's so, like, well, they're okay. <laughs> so, uh, so, sorry, we're talking perceived sound quality. Um, so, I would give this one a 6. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, and the reason why I found that there was a little bit of a muddy bass to it. Okay. Um, just when you get some of those really deep, like I had two different songs that is flipping back and forth on. One of them was um, from POD, a very yeah. bassy song called Boom. The other one was Bohemian Rhapsody from Queen. Neat. Okay. And so two very different styles of yep. music, and I wanted to hear the difference between the two. Mm-hmm. I found with a very bassy song, it was quite muddy. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. for that reason, I was like, eh. Not a huge fan. All right. Six for me as well. Comfort-wise, these are pretty comfortable at about yeah. a six out of ten. I, I did I seven. Found them very comfortable. Seven? Okay. What yeah. do you think? Yeah. Ah, uh, comfort. I gave them a nine, but they were real nice on me. See, you... They didn't slide on my head at all. Yeah. You, you thought these were really quite comfortable. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Good. My only complaint... The hard plastic top. I found if it wasn't sitting perfectly where the crown, like there's not a lot of, of padding here, is what he's yeah. talking about, folks. If if you hit right. that like pointy crown on your head, there's always like that curve. Right. Have a pointy crown. <laughs> no, but there's always that curve. Like if it's not sitting on kind of that like the the shelf of the of the skull, okay. it it doesn't feel. I find I do find them pretty comfortable, but I'm not quite as uh, as willing to give a high number i'm gonna say six yes. with that yeah I, yeah okay. i had seven because the earpieces were quite comfortable the looks of the headphones i give it a six out of ten i think they look pretty good but they're a little bit far out from the head what do you think i really liked mine yeah okay yeah. that's good yeah yeah well, oddly enough i didn't know how to score this one because i feel like they tried to go cool yeah and it was kind of like a really bad tron effect I but like you're right. Not, they did stick not up. bad at all, dude. Not Come on. But I did like that. I like them. They the fold up well. Is pretty good. But it's kind of plasticky. I'm just They're the like kind of, of reviewer. Favorite. I'm very reluctant to give high scores because yes. I think that the next best thing is going to be higher. Yeah. So right. when I say six, I'm like, that is really quite good. It's right. not like average. It's above average. I think it's I'd probably give good. that a seven. Okay. They're not bad. All right. Fair enough. But they're not great. Okay. The Power Locust, P-W-C-P-I-T-T-U-K. I have to say I love this, uh, the SD card feature of it, so I yep. have to add that to my review. Um, they are quite comfortable, and they sound good. I will say, and this could be just the weirdest thing for me, is any one that has the L and the R That helps it, you? That's a really big deal. I gotta say, that is, that's like, fair enough, like because that, you look at something like this, and it's like, okay, well, which one is left? Which one's right? Yeah, and automatically I get confused. These yeah. ones are easy. 
And, and when she says that, folks, I mean, come on. You can't mistake that. You can see that. That's an mm-hmm. R. That's an L. It's printed right on the, like, it, it, that's huge. And I need you that. You can't miss that. Yeah. Uh, that's I, fair enough. Yeah. I will okay. say uh, the one thing about the design of that I was not a fan of mm-hmm. is the buttons. I really? found when I'm wearing them, it was difficult to differentiate because I have kind of meaty fingers. You're going to get used to that, though, No, no but to I've, be fair. I, I get that, but still, yeah. it, it's not protruded enough to really define. Like, if you're jogging or something, it's like, okay. oh, next track. Ah, All crap, right. I turned it off. Fair enough, fair enough, in that maybe you're not going to sense the tactile nature of yes. the buttons. Okay. For now, that reason... I don't have a problem with these, to be honest, Jeff. You got like little skinny typer fingers. Thank you. I, I've got meaty man that. beef hands. So okay. Uh, for <laughs> simply for that reason alone, that's why I rated these a five. They were okay. my worst because of the buttons. Your score. So we have five sets of headphones. My score is I'm putting these at the fourth place. Oh, okay. And I do that reluctantly because I do really love these Power Locus headphones. So I say that. Let's just say none of these headphones are losers this week. Oh, no, they're definitely not. in place for me. No, no, they're all they? really good. Yeah. yeah. I really like those ones. I want to be clear, though, when I say that these are in my fourth place, I love these headphones. Yes. I really, really do. Uh, they're comfortable. They work great, and they sound great, and I love that SD card feature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I absolutely do. I love that I can put, like, a, a load of mp3s on there and just play it without having to use my phone yes without having to drain my battery which is nice yeah Yeah. Um, so when i say these are my fourth out of five that sounds low so it makes it sound like hey these ones suck no they don't these are really really great Mm -hmm. so especially for the like all of these i gotta say for the price point these are all phenomenal for what you can get. You gotta Nomen say. Nomen Five says that they use them in the gym three times a week and love them. Fantastic. These are twenty-seven bucks, folks. <laughs> okay. The gym three times let's the move. Let's move on <laughs> to the Mixcoder HD nine hundred ones. Now these are like, where did these come from? These are only twenty-four bucks. Okay. Okay. So these are like the cheapest ones that we have. They do not fold up like the. Oh, they do. Look at that. <gasps> I didn't realize not that they great did that. Thing. Okay. No, but they do it. Those were actually the most comfortable on my head. Wow. They they did feel pretty uh, You know good, what? I, I did notice very comfortable. I will say though if you have big ears, you're not going to like them. I did I do not. Do you have, have big, big ears? ears? Like were you like I I don't have big ears, okay. but I they I feel have very good. I, at least mm-hmm. I think I have yeah. proportional shaped ears. Mm-hmm. If somebody has very round ears, because of the narrow nature of those, they're going to squish the ears. I don't know. They I feel don't. really quite comfortable, and I like that they're on an angle. They are on an they're angle, They're not, yes. like, because my ears are not straight up and down like some headphones are. Yes. The, yeah. These headphones take into account that my ears are on a bit of an angle. Yep. So you see that when I put that on? See that, folks? I do wish they're there was maybe, like, like, half a centimeter extra would make all the difference. I don't okay. know. It was perfect for me. Yeah, these feel pretty good to they me, too. They were actually... Yeah. Yeah. I do like that they have an SD card reader yes. as well. So understand, yep. when I say these have an SD card reader, I don't have to have a phone handy in order to listen to these. I can load up an MP3 card, like just jack full of MP3 files, an SD card, and just push play yep. and do my jogging and do my workout and not have to worry about it because I do workouts all the time, as you can tell. <laughs> I don't. No, but if I did then that would probably be a really nice thing. These ones have a bit more padding. Mm -hmm. Uh, For me, I found the sound quality a little bit thin, like not a whole lot of low end, but they did sound really good. Mm -hmm. 
See, but just a little bit on the thin side. It's funny, and I I noticed that the mid range mid range was a bit lost. Yeah. When you have a predominant low end, mm-hmm. when when you have a very uh, equally mixed song, it's a good mix. But as soon as you get a predominant bottom end, middle completely disappears. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So it kind of changes the the headphones. Yeah. Fit wise. No, well, I should ask, how, how did you feel about the sound quality of these? I should say, for the record, that you guys speak in a different language when it comes to sound. And I'm that's like, okay, that's okay. No and this I, is part of it, right? <laughs> We're three different people sound giving good. our Sasha opinion. Okay. So, so Jeff I, is from a radio background. I'm like a, a just an audio nerd. And Sasha, you're... you're uh, every single one of them. PSW. Much, yeah, they pretty much sounded awesome. exactly the same to me. Every single but one But you love music. Yes. Did this sound good, though? Yes. Okay. These were actually my top pick. These were my absolute favorite really? I was that mostly like comfort that comfort because comfort was the yeah thing. comfort is the thing they, they feel really good and they, they're only 24 bucks they Sasha. disappeared on my head like yeah. i felt like i wasn't wearing them uh, really yeah uh, you know what i yeah i can see that i would agree with that i mean not that they disappeared on my head but they were by far the most comfortable the first thing yeah. as soon as i put them on the first thing i was like oh, i'm not even turning these on yet very comfortable yeah wow yeah i put nice fit it was a good fit. Yeah. Eight, and a, eight and a half for me out of comfort. Mm-hmm. And as far as the aesthetics and the look of it, these ones sit a little closer to my head. They do. Some yeah. of these headphones kind of like they feel like they're floating out here. Yeah. So to me, that aesthetic is not very attractive. These ones feel like like when I look at them, I don't know what you folks think, but I think that these look really good. So I'd say nine. See, like, I'd Dave, say if these you're are watching, nine. I'd be more than happy to receive these for Christmas. See, oddly enough, I How gave do they them a feel five. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So for you, aesthetically, these ones didn't look as good to you. Uh, to me, they were just eh. Really? There was nothing. They look great on Sasha yeah. too. Like they I like, like just. I, yeah. I think hug because they were very uniform. Like there's, you don't see hinges. You don't see hmm. anything hmm. about them that is like, ooh, that's a cool feature. There's a little bit of that like textured, like. Spinning huh. bevel on the side, but other than that, yeah. they're just black plastic that's kind of matted. Oh, right, come which on, is awesome. Jeff. It's kind of like but if that's what Jeff you're looking for, no, like, but if that's what you're looking <laughs> for, it's great. I like a little bit of flair. Okay. Okay, uh, that's fair enough. Okay, so you Just want to So we got to put some bows on it for Jeff. Oh, you. <laughs> Sound-wise, I found them a little bit thin, but they were comfortable as heck. Yep. They have really good sound. Don't get me wrong. When I say they're a bit thin, they just had a little bit of a drop-off on the low end. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a little bit of a cueing could do that, uh, like improve that. I put this at three on my list. Okay. So Sasha, where four, did this... Did four on four yours? Mine. Okay. This was number and for one yourself? for me. Number one. These yes. are your... Top These are pick. my top pick. Okay, so she's taking these ones home, folks. That's how it works around here at Category <laughs> If that's five. the case, I'm excited about number one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait now. <laughs> Let's just hope number one for you isn't the same as number one for Robbie. <laughs> okay, let's let's jump into another set of the... Uh, the, uh, these guys, the yep. uh, what are these ones? The Those power logos. P threes, yes, P threes, because they learned from their mistakes when they it did. comes to the yes. the naming, and they called these ones the P threes. I do like the aesthetics of these ones. Yes, they look pretty. They, they were my favorite aesthetically. There yeah. was a bit of a color flare, not too definitely they in, match in your, your face yeah. perfectly. But also the there was the shine to it that I really appreciated. These are only twenty eight bucks, folks. Oddly, they were they were not my favorite. Really? I like the buttons as well. Like yes, everything it, feels really good. And because it was the buttons are so far apart because they're all on yeah. that circle. These are tactile buttons. It was too. very like, nice to nice. work with. Very yeah. nice. I okay. liked them. So for me. 
I found that there wasn't a lot of bass in here. It, ca- it kind of felt like listening to like that phone sound, mm-hmm. like a telephone. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yep. that thin kind of sound. Now, for 28 bucks, that is reasonable, but considering the mix coders, we're only 24. Right. Right? I, These I found are $4 the bass less. Was- these ones muddy. felt a bit thin yeah. to me. It was because of the bass yeah. that I think those would be my last choice. Okay. But they're not. Fair enough. Okay. Um, these were my last choice. But before we get to that, um, the comfort-wise, I felt that they were very, very round on yes. my ear. So yeah. it felt mm-hmm. like I was taking this and putting it on my ear. Yeah. And and that is exactly what it looks like exactly. as well. Right? Yeah. So do you guys agree with that? I yeah, do. it sounds like you do. For the fact that I love the other Power Locusts so much. Okay. Yeah. I, and I think because I tried those first and then I was comparing against, I disliked those. Mm. Right? So but the, I li- I really like the other ones. See, and it, it's unfortunate because I like the looks of these. Yes. I really like the looks of these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not, again, these are not bad headphones. They are my last pick tonight out of these five that we're looking at. These are not bad. No. But I feel like maybe they're a little bit junior sized. I would agree with that. They don't feel right on my head. I yeah. might think that these would work really, really well for my kids, but I don't like the feel of it. Yeah. It just feels like it's sitting on top of my ear rather than cupping over my ear. Yes. And That's I did all. find these had the same issue as the other Power Locus in the yeah. fact that the crown of the head, it starts to fatigue a bit. Oh, yeah? That's what I found. Both of them, uh, I found the same thing. A little bit more padded, but yeah. it, feels, it feels okay to me, Jeff. But it's the sound and the and the and the feel of it that okay. Yep. I'm just gonna set these ones aside and just say you know what this was my fifth choice. Mm-hmm. Yep. How about you? Fifth. Fifth. Uh, they were three, but I'm I'm three? questioning yeah. I'm questioning that now. Okay. I think because they were the first one I reviewed. By the time mm. I got through the others, I was like, oh, that was pretty Starting good. To wonder. Yeah. But now that as we're talking about, it, I'm going, yeah, you know what? I think I would probably put them at five. Okay. And I think I'd move the other two up. All right. So let's set these aside. All right, that's the Power Locus P3s. All right. All right, so now we've got the uh, uh, these are the Bluteos, and I really like these. And you notice there's some wear and tear here. Yeah, that means you really love them. Well, yeah, I've been using these ones personally. Oh, so that we- explains the like gook. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're wet. Um, so these Bluteos we reviewed on episode number 585 of Category 5 Technology TV, and I've yeah. been using them day in, day out since then. And, you know, my personal experience is the batteries last for freaking ever. Oh, like, they are fantastic. They do get a little bit annoying, kind of like any Bluetooth headphones, where, you know, eventually they start saying, battery low. When they're at like 30%. And it's like, okay, I know I'm going to get another 12 hours out of this. Yeah. Yeah. So just leave me alone, right? Like there should be a mute button. They do that a lot. But hey, I mean, that is what it is. And if you put it on your charger, it's it's not going to. But you get a lot of battery life out of it. They sound good. I really like the comfort of these. I've enjoyed using them. Okay. For me, um, they do sound a little bit on the tinny side compared to, say, like the Power Locus headphones. Right. But they feel really good on my head. It's funny that you call it tinny. Well, uh, like not like a little bit of a taper off at the baseline. I, when I'm listening to it, the best way I could describe it is uncompressed. I feel like the rest of them had like a built-in compression. What I actually appreciated about these is they I feel more natural. They felt more natural. Mm. Like so, because I was flipping between the two songs. Yeah. Um, when I had 
POD playing and like there was the thump and bass and everything. It was good. I felt like there was a lot of range going on. Yeah. When I flipped to Queen, one of the things I noticed is I picked up that kind of old school hiss mm. you get from recordings 30 years ago. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Whereas none of the others you, you got in. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. So I think just that. I guess I call it lack of compression. Mm. You picked up that broader range and some of those subtle nuances within the music yeah. that really gave an authentic feel to the music. Hmm. And for, for me, that was like, ooh, these are, these are going to be my number one. Really? I'm really appreciating wow. your reviews. Like, I want you to review all my stuff. Yeah, like just Always. like come on over and just like, hey, go Don't through my fridge. Just... Go through my fridge. <laughs> Please review this. Okay. Yeah. Why For not? me, yeah, I'll, I'll, I can see that now that you mention it. And I do appreciate that very, very much. I mean, I'm an old soul and I love, like I, we were talking before mm -hmm. the show about like LPs and, yes. and record players and things and that. And I feel like yeah. if you had a recording of, you know, say a record player yeah. song, I think you would pick up that, that little like. With the Bluteo. Yeah, I think it would pick these it up. These are not expensive. Like these are no, 30, not. 39 that, bucks. When I saw that, I was like, okay, yeah. 39 bucks? Seriously, that's great. Yeah. I, I think, I think those are right near the top. Okay. And I do love these. I yeah, have to say, I, I have been using these and I love them comfort-wise. Again, I'm very conservative with my reviews and, and I am not the... You look at my Amazon reviews and if you find a 5 out of 5, you know it is incredible. Like It's like 4 out of 5 if I love it. Right. right? Wow. So I say 7. I, I, 7 as far as comfort goes. I, I gave them an 8. Yeah. They are really, really cozy. Yep. They've got good cushioning. They do. Mm -hmm. They feel really They're, good. Yeah, I like yeah. that. And what I, I also like that they have a slightly retro feel to them. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I guess I, so. I like, could see that. You, get, you have the metal yeah. pieces. You've got the cable that you can see. All they of these others have the exact... <laughs> Yep. All of them have the exact same style as yeah. far as like the fold up and the plastic yeah. and the form factor. Do they also factor. come in right. avocado These, green? Uh, I, they green? do come in, come in multiple colors. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that is one of them. You can go to cat5.tv slash headphones to find out, though. Um, there are several colors there, like a whole spectrum. Oh, yeah. These ones, yeah, you're right. They don't fold up. Yeah. I'm not even going to try because I will just break, like no. just bend it and break it. Um, my rank, as far as my favorites go, this one fell at number two, Jeff. Same for me. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was okay. definitely number two. So it's going to be a fight to the death at it the is. end here. What I, about I, you? I put them at number three. Number three? Yeah. So we all agree that the Bluteos are, for the, the lower cost Bluetooth headphones, are probably like some of the best. Yeah. I would say. These are pretty good. Price point, comparably. Yeah. Those would be a number one. These are all approximately the same price, and these are really, really good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. You if you're that? doing budget yes. shopping for Christmas, and you're like, oh, I've only got $38 to spend, mm -hmm. that's your gift. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to say I agree with that. Yep. These, these are really quite nice. Yep. I agree. But then stepping it up. Yes. And really stepping up the price point with the edifiers. Edifiers, we know, are really good quality product. But they have great product. I feel like, Jeff, you're probably leaning the same direction as me. Uh, yes, and that is you stay there while I take those out the door. Yeah, these are, my, <laughs> these are my number one from what we experienced today. Okay, first of all, again, I'm feeling that they're a little bit thin, but the sound quality is exceptional with these. And 
after I had already written all my notes, you showed us about the active noise, ca- noise, the cancel. noise cancellation feature. <laughs> and as soon as I activated that, now I'm like, wow. Even yeah. more so, I'm like impressed with these. Yeah, they're really good. First of all, comfort-wise, I don't think I've ever put on a pair of headphones that made me feel so blissful. Like, <laughs> that's a great way of describing it. Oh my goodness, blissful. Seriously, I, I use an exclamation mark. I'm like ten. <laughs> the Bluteos, yeah, they feel great for hours. Like any of these, they'll feel great for hours on end. Maybe not quite the P3s. But certainly the more comfortable ones, definitely the mixed coders will feel good for, for hours on end. Yeah. These ones, I feel like the, they feel like I'm, I'm just putting air on my head. Yes. They just, there's so nothing good. there. So good. The padding is so superb. Yeah. It just feels so, it's, yes. like, it's like memory foam yes. on my head. I will say that I don't like that these are part of the mix because I feel like they're in a different class. They kind of are. And that's right? why I say, hey, uh, from these, let's say the Blue Dio's are the best. Oh, by far. And then let's say, okay, well, what is it, you know, what is a $120 set of headphones like? Yeah. And it, then you're like, well, these are really quite nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if money is not the factor when it comes to what you're looking for, you can't compare... Well, I mean, you can, but you can't compare the edifiers to the Blue Dios. Right. Sure. I mean, for the price point, Blue Dios are the way to go. Yes. But if you have, you know, 150 bucks to blow, and, like, these are amazing. And can I say, right now, at cat5.tv slash headphones, and I say this in 2019, November, till Christmas, there's a $20 coupon. So you'll get these for 100 bucks. Oh! Okay? And I don't say... This is not late night like <laughs> don't delay act now <laughs> yeah by now <laughs> that's not what this is no but that is a but it's legit and that's an amazon coupon it has nothing to do with us i'm just telling you that hey it is a deal yeah they uh, do have the left and right obvious on the inside yes well, yeah, they do they yeah. do yeah so that makes sense and what i liked about those is they did turn yeah. just like none of these did they turned these did not. they adjust to the shape of your head mm-hmm. a little more yeah They've got that, le- like, in and out turn. Like articulating. Yeah. So for me, um, comfort-wise, did, did anyone else give this a 10? Uh, yeah, I give it a 10. A 10. Yeah, yes, but I had a hard time. Well, I gave it a 10, but I had a hard time because I, did, I felt bad giving it a 10. <laughs> You are emotionally <laughs> attached to the. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, guys. Wow. You got to try these okay. on. I yeah. Have I have. Time. I've honestly never. Like, we've worked in radio and TV for yeah, a long time. Really yeah. They they're, feel amazing. Yeah. They are really comfortable. I've never put on a pair of headphones that make me feel so, like, wow. Yeah. Like, that feels so good. It, it, and, and you, actually, all three of us, yeah. we're all wearing glasses. Those True. I did not yeah, I notice that, that I was wearing glasses. Yeah. yeah. yeah Aesthetics those... wise, these ones also stick out a little bit. A little but bit. Mm-hmm. I still feel like they look pretty good, so mm-hmm. I give it an eight. Okay. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. I feel like if you give it a nine, then we know you at least you love it. Right now you're just really in like with it. Well, I just compare that to, <laughs> to the mix coders. Yeah, that's the that's mix fair. coders to me feel like like if I look at these aesthetically, so if I was like walking down the street wearing these versus the mix coders. There's a coders, smaller profile. Mix coders look nicer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. that's fair. Okay. So, yeah. but if I'm looking for like the comfort and sound quality, yeah, these edifiers are amazing. Yeah, you can't. There's uh, like that. That is night and day. 
yeah, putting the two of those on. Yeah. Um, the touch controls are pretty neat. You know, so I was so in volume up is like like this. You yeah. just kind of rub, and then like fast forward is just kind of like flick your finger across this. Now, what there's I, no buttons. What I didn't <laughs> like is oh, that's just oh, that's that? okay. So oh, if you're gonna say okay. this is oh, this yeah. flappy thing is just so that you know you know oh because oh. You, this is a new purchase. So oh, okay. this is just a sticker to show you, hey, this is how it works. But uh-huh. as soon as you've bought so it, I thought that was a feature. Like, there you go. Okay, no, then that's okay. totally awesome. So now I know how this works. I don't need that. Right. Now I know that's up, volume, Even that's down. better, 10.5. That's, 10. that's right, okay? <laughs> so just keep that in mind. Uh, I really like those touch controls. Those are pretty cool. And as I mentioned, the, uh, the ANC, oh, active noise cancellation is that's astonishing. ANC was Mind blowing. I've had noise canceling headphones before with a toggle switch. I remember having a mm. pair in radio. We're going back 20 years, but I've had headphones with noise canceling. None of them have performed the same as those. That right. was spot on perfect. Beautiful. It, it, it yeah. was great. Now, as far as sound quality, I had high expectation because Edifier makes great speakers. Yes. The headphones did not disappoint. Mm. They have. Yeah, I agree with you. There was very clear top end. There was no overbearing wavelengths or sound fluctuations. It was an excellent mix on all levels. And I flipped between, like I said, POD and Queen to get two very very different styles. Yeah, very good. And they Mm. were spot on. There was nothing that I was like, ah, it's off. (laughs) It was perfect. Very good. Very well calibrated. These are my number one as well. Yeah, mine too. Anybody else? Well, yes. Where do these fall on your list? Well, they're in a different list, but they're number one on the different list. The list of one? So uh, from one to five <laughs> with these five yeah, headphones. So they're one. They're tied for first. What is the second tie? These ones. The, really? Oh, the mix coders. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because right. so, the, these, I like those ones for me better. And yeah? if, if I legit were the person buying the headphones for yes. myself, yes. because I can't tell the difference between the noise... Like yeah. the, the sound, yeah. I would buy these. They don't. It wouldn't make a difference to me. Okay. Right? So we need to touch on that because, okay, so Sasha is saying the $24 ones to her are the equivalent of the $120 ones. Yes. Oh, I'm going to have a heart attack. I know. That just and hurt. I know that, that, that hurts. Goes, it's because my ears aren't like trained like your ears, right? Oh, like, Sasha. So, so what is it that you love about these? These ones are really comfortable for yeah. me. Like okay. I feel like when I put them on, mm-hmm. like they just they adjust well. They feel yep. good. They're like they fit right over my ears perfectly. Yeah. I just really, really like these ones. Cool. Yeah. So if you're you know if you're shopping around, you know think about what you've heard here today. Yeah. I think that if anything, we've been unbiased mm-hmm. and. I, we've shared what our favorites are and what our key points are with these particular headphones. I think that's a very interesting thing that, you know, the the two gents on the set here are both going for these edifiers. We're going to fight to the death after the show uh, for who gets to bring them home. I think it's going to be me. Uh, but um, you've got these. Sasha's really keen on the mix coders, and that's really interesting because they're a really separate price point yeah Yeah. very separate price point from the very low end at twenty four dollars to the higher end at one hundred and twenty dollars or a hundred dollars if you use the coupon but what a difference that is right now i the interesting thing is 
obviously we're doing this review on visual and performance. I think we probably could take this up a notch mm -hmm. to really key in on some major differences. For instance, uh, the battery length. Yeah. Battery length, I think, could be a deciding factor between if I went with the edifiers versus uh, the mm -hmm. Bluteos. Because sure. if the like, same battery, that's where I'm going. But if it's different, yeah. uh, I may not. To be the honest, though, is, Jeff, yep. if I may, any of these devices, like these days, here in 2019... They all last. Yeah, that's like, true. Realistically, you're not going to... They last longer than you can use them in a day. All I agree. Of them. I agree. So, but I like that. There's like, I like being able to put them down at the end of the day and know that I can come back to them tomorrow and not have yeah. them die halfway through the day. If I can get two full days out of a device, it's great. The other thing is, if I'm taking these to the gym, yeah. I would like to know how those... like Because they are more cushiony, mm -hmm. are they more likely to move around if I'm running on the treadmill, which I do not run, by the way, <laughs> uh, versus the Bluteos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? So... These ones may be the best bet that way. Mm -hmm. They really quite, feel smug. Quite potentially, yeah. yes. But, I mean, if I was just sitting around doing audio production okay, or enough. stuff like yeah. that, hands down, that's where I'm going. Okay. So maybe that's it. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's like, okay, if you are the active sort... Sasha, <laughs> mixed coders. Right, they feel snug. They they really do. They yeah. are. Yes. They feel great. Yeah. And you wouldn't if worry the, about bringing these anywhere. Oh sure. Like you wouldn't for twenty four yeah. bucks exactly. exactly. And if you're the studio file, like Jeff or I, then maybe it's it, we're going to more toward the edifiers. Yeah. yeah. Because we want that long to sit down at the laptop mm. with the Bluetooth connected and be right. producing something yeah. for hours. No, that's different. I feel like. We should have also. I should have brought in my House of Marleys. I oh, I love, love oh, my House I of Marleys. I love those headphones. Like I yeah. There's not too many things that I would give up before my House of Marleys. Yeah. Uh, that's that backwards. To me, that's I don't know. To me, that's nostalgic. <laughs> House of Marleys were like my first Bluetooth headphones. They're fantastic. I still use them. I love them. Mine broke. Yeah, that's right, they did. Yeah. 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 So I would love to put those up against the House of Marley's because the House of Marley has spot on sound. And you can wear them for days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, oh, these, of course. I still use them yeah. years later. It's so good. Yeah. So, so, I mean, you've learned a lot here today. Um, if anything, I think um, what we've established here, and you two tell me if this is wrong. So if you're looking on the low end, I think the clear winners... Low on price, price wise. Yes, price wise. I think the clear winners are the mix coders as far mm -hmm. as comfort and sound quality. Or the Bluteos. And uh, yeah, the Bluteos as far as like overall, like, like for the studio file. Yeah. So yeah. The, the active person, the studio file. Yes. On that price point. Absolutely. The studio file, however, who wants to take it a step further, I think the edifiers are the clear choice. Yeah. So is I that, would agree with that. Is yes, that a good 100%, assessment? Yes. Okay. You know what's interesting? Yeah. Same brand, and they got left out. And and but, you say that. However, I must say that these guys. Those ones. Yeah. If these didn't exist, those would be my favorite. But the interesting yes. thing is the micro SD. They got left out, and it's funny how but a little they're not like that. left out though, Jeff. Remember, no, no, I, I, I said it that. at the top here. I know, I know all of I know. these are fantastic. I'm gonna kind of leave these ones out because they are not 
as comfortable as any of the other ones that we have here. But and these, but don't these have guys from the Power Locus. Like, if Jeff right. gets these, I think I should get both of these because it's still costly. <laughs> we'll fight about that later. <laughs> I, I have to say, though, from Power Locus, these are fantastic. Oh, they're great. So, they're like, am- these are right on the threshold yes. of being like, oh, they are awesome. I yep. like they, okay. they look So, good, let's be clear about good. that. Yeah. Those ones kind of fall a little bit behind the P3s. These guys. They're up there. Now, which one was the newer model? The P3s. Interesting. Yes. Huh. Not to say that, like, like these are still active. Like, these are still being produced. Right. You can still get these on Amazon, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, all of these headphones are available at cat5.tv slash headphones. So just buy them all and then Except go ahead and do your own compare and contrast. Yes. And these, ones, these ones are at my house. So we'll see you later. Welcome back. This is Category 5 Technology TV, and we're going to head straight over to the newsroom. Perfect. If we might, if you are ready for us, Sasha. Certainly am. All right. Here's what's coming up in the Category 5.TV newsroom. Police Scotland has unveiled a new aerial drone system to assist them in searches for missing and vulnerable people. After initially denying it, the Nuclear Power Corporation of India has now confirmed that their network of nuclear power plants has been hacked. Amidst an already rocky ship following their response to U.S. sanctions in Venezuela, Adobe continues to falter in the eyes of users, making a security blunder that exposed around 7.5 million user records to the public. And an interesting and unexpected flaw in how smart devices work has turned up as five months after returning a rental car, the customer discovered that he can still track the vehicle, lock and unlock it, and even start and stop its engine. Stick around. The full details are coming up later in the show. This is the Category 5.TV Newsroom, covering the week's top tech stories with a slight Linux bias. Sasha Rickman, and here are the top stories we're following this week. Police Scotland has unveiled a new aerial drone system to assist them in searches for missing and vulnerable people. The remotely piloted aircraft system, RPAS, can see things we can't to try to work out where people are. It uses advanced cameras and neural computer networks to spot someone it's looking for from a speck up to 150 meters away. Its recognition software is compact enough to be run on a phone with the technology learning as it goes. Nicholas White of Police Scotland's Air Support Unit says, quote, The drone itself has very special sensors on it. There's a very highly powered optical camera which allows us to see things quite clearly from a good height. Also, there's a thermal imaging sensor which detects heat, end quote. He also reminds us the, the, reminds the public that this technology is not for invading privacy or spying. Quote, we're there to find people, people who need our help or people who are lost, end quote. Drones are becoming a common sight. Outwardly, this one looks no different from others, apart from a flashing blue light. But the data this drone gathers is processed in real time. The software can discern an animal, person, or vehicle from just a handful of pixels in a huge moving color image. How? Because they taught it to. 
Professor, Professor Carl Shosky, Dean of the School of Computing, Engineering, and Physical Sciences at UWS, said it could spot someone from up to 150 meters away. He said, quote, it does that by being shown images, multiple images, time after time, until it recognizes what the objects are from pretty much any orientation, end quote. The term artificial intelligence might conjure up images of Terminator-like thinking robots, but in this case, it means a machine that can learn. The team taught it using hundreds of hours of footage of police officers in different clothing positions and situations. And there's another breakthrough. Professor Shosky said, quote, it doesn't require sophisticated supercomputing. It really is quite a low-cost approach to this. It just simply uses a mobile phone, end quote. A search needs two police just two police officers to operate it, one to fly the drone and the other to use the recognition software. Police Scotland has already deployed three of the drones across Scotland and the system's formal launch will come on Thursday in Glasgow. Mm -hmm. This is excellent. Thank you. Yes, I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> I did not this expect that enthusiastic response. Wow. This is excellent. This is the first time we've had agreement. I'm like, I'm out of place. I feel like normally <laughs> I'm no like, mediation I'm like the, I have to like stand in the middle here. Yes. No, what this I, is wonderful. What I really like about this like. is the fact that they used AI to yes. train the, the drone to look for the images and filter out the rest of the oh. data. You know what I love? That's so cool. Our phones have AI chips in them now. Yes. Yeah. Like our phones, our smartphone, the thing that fits in my pocket has an AI chip. Mm -hmm. I love it because I use it for my camera. My sure. camera has AI mode and it is astonishing. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen a Pocophone F1 panoramic photo using the AI mode? Like it is amazing. How is it just the, pieces it all together? you showed us at your birthday party? Yeah. Probably. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, because we were playing around. Yes. Yeah, we are playing around. And I was like, okay, like kids, move. 15 yeah. Lukes. Yeah, it was yeah. amazing. My son yeah. was everywhere. He's like, hold on, when you move the camera, let me move to the next. <laughs> so you go around and all you yes. see is like, it's, yeah. But it the funny. AI pieces it all together yes. and makes it work. It was, so it was great. Yeah. Versus the old, you know, cameras gone by where somebody has half of a body and half of a head yeah. and two, two legs sticking out of their back. And, like, yeah, it just didn't make any sense. But the AI, like, says, okay, well, this is a person and let's put That's it right. all back yeah. together. But yeah. AI in the chip, in the phone, can now be used for, like, controlling this kind of technology. Exactly. It's awesome. I also like that it only takes two police officers to use it, which means yes. that they can really do more active searches everywhere, knowing that there's not a huge draw on the police force. Right? Yes. Right. So, but also, this is ideal. Not just a huge draw, but yes. as a police officer, because I obviously am one. No, but as a uh, police, in, in the police force, like... If your resources were so tapped that, like, you know, you know how any job is, yeah. right? Um, I can't be, I can't go through the, like, the learning process and the training of, like, this big onerous right. system. Right. Yeah. But I mean, this thing that requires me to, like, read manuals and manuals and then, like, practice and practice and learn it. Like, they have to make it so easy. If, and easy is a relative term. But right. easy in that, like, the AI does a lot of the work so that they really, like, they just need a quick training. They, they know how to use it. They've practiced with it a little bit. And they can use it. Right. It's as easy as that. But, but I mean, you've got the easy aspect of it. I mean, obviously, it's going to be more than just, like... We're simplifying. Yeah, yeah, of yes. course. But sure. Um, but the fact is, well, like, 
I mean, we've had this in our area over many years where somebody will go missing. There's tons of farmer's field. There's tons of forest. It's easy for somebody to get lost. And, you know, and in some cases, it's oh, yeah. led to fatalities. We've heard of and that here. I, I could think of one. There was a teen boy who ran away. They did the oh, grid Jeff. search pattern. Yeah. And then he circled in behind. Yeah. And so they'd already done the search, but he came in behind because he didn't yeah. stay put. Something like this with a drone where you keep doing the flybys, it's going to go, oh, hold on. We got them. And but AI oh, can grab so it. Like, AI can figure it out. And it say, could be the difference between life and yeah. death. And for that reason, I'm like, this is amazing. And yeah. to tell you the truth, because the cost now will be so much lower because it's not a huge team of people, it yeah. means that you can extend the search longer, too. That's true, too. Yeah. Two right? people, folks. Two yeah. people to find someone who's lost. Right. Amazing. It'll, it'll be neat to see if they can advance this to the point where you can, uh, I mean, I'm simplifying it, but kind of like a, a, a dog. You know how that's like, sniff that, oh, yeah. that's what you're looking for? Mm-hmm. It'd be neat if, say, it was a matter of a certain type of vehicle or a certain item of clothing. It's like, why not? You need yeah. to look for this. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I, I mean, we have the, the whole uh, Amber alert system. Mm-hmm. And so often, like my phone will yeah. go off and it's like, oh, this is the vehicle that was used. License plate this. Sure. Look for this. I mean, how cool would it be to be like, hey, they're heading along this highway corridor. Get that drone. You scan the cars and you go, I think that's it. That's yeah. kind of like taking this and saying, okay, let's do that. Let's right. do that. Because but, I mean, you could see how it could advance with the AI. It, it could be used in this way. Mm-hmm. Sure. What we're talking about right now is the ability to find that lost individual. Like, think about so the, like the Alzheimer's patient who, yes. who yes. walks out of the, the home. Oh, my. Yes. And where are they? Yeah. Like, to be able to find them and help them. Mm-hmm. That's what this technology is about to do. That's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. It would be interesting to see if they could hone in the skills for densely populated areas. Sure. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking, say... Yeah, that's absolutely like, possible. Like, think Times Square, New Year's, uh, New Year's Eve in New York. Oh, boy. Like, there mm-hmm. tons of Let's people. Let's put it to the test, folks. <laughs> right, but, I mean, how cool would it, would it be to yeah. get to the point where they could continue using imagery to train and go, okay, filter out this. Yeah, yeah. This is the image we're looking we're for. We're getting. That's yes. that's somewhere we're getting. That's not quite this. I, I You're agree. looking at person of interest. Yes. Okay? That's an amazing idea, concept, and, and certainly a technology. Yeah. About that. This is not that. This no. is like search this and is, rescue. Yeah. This yeah. is like, okay, we've lost someone. we got to find them quickly before it's too late. Yes. Yep. And, and it's Scotland that's where, where it's the, cold. So sure. really, we need to find them quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's what this is for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as, sure, those technologies are great. The person of interest idea, that premise of like every camera, AI being able to hone in on a person that's great but that's that's more that's more advanced that falls into like what we were talking about with the toronto airport where yeah they're right. scanning, scanning they're looking yeah. for um for terrorism and they're looking for people who are carrying weapons and things mm-hmm. like that's that's a different thing altogether it is this yes is, this is helping those in need and oh, sure, that's yeah. what this that's is great that's what this is mm-hmm. targeting and that's that the news with a good exciting. news story it's good 
<laughs> yes. It's yeah. not, so it's, it's not some sort so of like... So but it is interesting that we're taking that technology that could be used for yeah. those types of... Like what you're looking leaning toward yep. and using it for just the, the average... Like, hey, like a kid who's walked out of their home. Right. On, and the parents are like, well, where did they go? Oh, they, by the time they realize that they're out of the house... Like this How happens. How far could they have gone? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so now they've got a technology that using AI can hopefully find that child or that, that Alzheimer's patient before it's too late. Mm-hmm. That's what this is about. And that's, that's really an exciting use of this technology. And they are stressing that that's what this is for. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not for spying. It's not for no. violating the privacy that's of right. the residents or anything like that. This is to help those who are in need. Yes. Yeah. I'm really happy that you like that good news story. Yeah, now me too, on Jeff. to the next story. Yeah. There's so much agreement around here. This is really weird. <laughs> After initially denying it, the Nuclear Power Corporation of India has now confirmed that their network of nuclear power plants has been hacked. Uh, malware has been found on the administrative network of the Kutikulam nuclear pl- power plant. The admission came a day after the company issued a denial that any attack would affect the plant's control system. The breach was first detected on September 4th. Associate Director A.K. Nemus stated, quote, The matter was immediately investigated by the India Department of Atomic Energy Specialists. The investigation revealed that the infected PC belonged to a user who was connected to the Internet connected to connected network used for administrative purposes. This is isolated from the critical internal network. The networks are being continuously monitored, end quote. It's not clear if data was stolen from the network, but the nuclear power plant was not the only facility reported being compromised. When asked why he called the malware an attack, the malware attack an act of war, threat analyst Pukrash Singh, a formal, former analyst for India's National Technical Research Organization, said, quote, it was because of the second target, which I can't disclose of as of now. End quote. While the attack might not have given direct access to nuclear power, n- nuclear power control networks, it could have been a part of an effort to establish a persistent presence on nuclear plant on the nuclear plant networks. As a paper published in May by the International Committee of the Red Cross on the human cost of cyber operations pointed out, quote, the majority of the computer devices in the world are only one or two steps away from a trusted system that a determined attacker could compromise, end quote. The paper points out that, quote, preemptive compromise of trusted systems would make attacks significantly easier, end quote, and that establishing a persistent presence on a network could aid in such things as supply chain attacks, attempts to use software update processes or other potential opportunities to move isolated networks to deliver an attack in the future. While the administrative network of the Nuclear Power Corporation was likely not a good route for such a such an attack given the standards for nuclear control system security, it certainly could provide information about maintenance operations that would be useful for espionage or for a future attempted cyber attack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, then there's that. <laughs> <laughs> All this information. Well then. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> It really makes you think, though, about, like, because we've talked about ransomware. 
Yes. We've talked about infiltrations on networks and people getting hacked because they had remote desktop enabled and things like that. But mm-hmm. but then you think about, okay, well, but my computer, uh, you know, is my computer a key computer? Right. And here is just a perfect example of, well, maybe it's not a key computer, but it has administrator access. Yeah. Yep. Or perhaps in some cases has access to network resources, network shares, and things like that. So if an attacker, an infiltrator, can gain access to just a computer on the network mm-hmm. of the nuclear power authority. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the main computers. No. It has access to those. Yeah. So if they then gain access to this and figure out, hey, what kind of access can we gain based on this? They may not even exploit that. They may just take that to the dark web mm-hmm. and say, guess what I have to yeah. the highest bidder. Right. It's scary. It's a sobering thought that that that's a, even a possibility. Like it, it has happened. So yeah. now it's a poss- like now it's a possibility that any amount of follow could happen from this. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, it really just opens our eyes for yeah. sure. I, I mean, when you're going through the news story, I mean, my initial thought was, oh no, how deep does this system go as far as, you know, could you overload the reactors or shut them down? Like, mm-hmm. but then it's like, oh, you know, you got the separate components because of the regulations. Then I'm thinking, okay, yeah. but if this is something that is connected to the rest of the, say, external network, not necessarily the internal core, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe it's about a matter of uh, shipments of, I mean, at, I don't know nuclear technology. I don't Theoretical. know how it works. Theoretical. Yeah. Maybe it's like, hey, we need to refresh our uranium. We got to get a supply chain in or get some in because it talked yeah. about the supply chain network, yeah. which is logistics. That's purchase here, get it here, do mm-hmm. it there. So maybe it's a matter of, hey, is there a uranium shipment? Oh, let's hijack that truck. And sure. yeah. now we're talking about missing uranium. Like, I mean, this yeah. kind of goes you don't hypothetical. Know. Yeah. But, oh, I mean, the sky's the limit as far as the external stuff that could be impacting. And and it just, it comes back to, again, the same deal. You have to think security. And it's not Mm -hmm. just on your your main critical components. It's security on everything. you got to be smart. And the thing is, too, that the hacker, and, and along this line, the hackers who are responsible for this infiltration, they're not saying... Let's gain access to this so that we can gain access to that truckload of uranium that's coming in. No, they're no. saying, let's gain access. That's right. Whatever access we can get. Okay, we've got access. What now can, what do we do with what it? What can we do with this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So now we've got access to, um, to order processing. We've got access to Employee the... files. Oh, who knows what, right? Yeah. Like, it could be any number of things, but... It- it's, it's just an entry point. It could lay dormant for years, and they may not know it. You, we know from NASA that they had this dormant Raspberry Pi that was, that was yes. infiltrating their network for who knows how long. Hmm. And, and somebody had just simply installed it on their network, and it gave them access at, through SSH to right. be able to access the network, which means, for those who are familiar with SSH, like Popey, for example, we know that we can create a reverse proxy mm-hmm. into yeah. that SSH device so that means we now have full access to the entire network which is scary it certainly can be i worry that there'll be more to come in this news story for the fact that in the quote the second 
breach wasn't like the the non-disclosed mm. one. Yeah. Oh, well, well, there's over. more, but we can't tell exactly. you about that. Yeah. Yeah. And That's I mean, that also makes me. you wonder: Is this a matter of? Ooh, we got in here. Let's get, try this system in this country. Because, I mean, it's not like you're yeah, going to sure. walk into Walmart and be like, oh, yes, I'm going to buy this nuclear security technology software off the shelf. Like, there's not... You can do that in America. <laughs> but, but, I mean, <laughs> there's not going to be too many producers of software that runs a nuclear power plant. So it's like, okay, we got into this one here because mm. they lack security. Now let's try this next let's level. This and the next the level, yeah. you know, maybe it's a matter of going around the globe and fishing for those holes until finally you hit, you know, the Moby Dick, and it's like, we got our white whale! Mm-hmm. Yes. And suddenly, It's true. Yeah. No conspiracy Scary. theory, mm-hmm. but still. Okay, we've got to take a quick break. The Crypto Report and more of this week's top tech stories are coming up. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to the Category 5.TV newsroom. Now we're looking at the cryptocurrency report this week. And as the crypto report on Category 5 evolves, please note we now have a official web site or web page that you can visit in order to keep up with the crypto report. So if you head over to our website, category5.tv, click on shows, and then you'll see the category5.tv newsroom, and there is a link directly to the crypto report. What that gives you is the like the average information, all the data that we use here on the crypto report in order to give you what is current for cryptocurrency. But you can see that throughout the week, keeping so in it's mind that it's always update. changing. It's uh, a daily update. Oh, okay. So what we do is we create averages for you based on all of the information that we're able to accumulate from uh, various sources online. And so then we take that data, we create averages for you so that it basically kind of makes it a little more accessible. Mm-hmm. It's a little easier to understand. And, and things like being able to see graphs that just make sense to see, hey, where's Bitcoin this yep. week? Where's TurtleCoin this week? It's doing really well, by the way. So Ooh, I can't we're wait basically hear. rich. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> I can pay you for those headphones. Speaking of, yeah, speaking of the cryptocurrency report this week. Now, uh, things are fairly static, as a matter of fact. Bitcoin gaining only 123 bucks, so it's sitting at $9,319.80. Okay. So it's pretty static. Uh, Facebook Libra is still not trading. We've got Litecoin at $63.06, up a little bit. Everything's up just a little bit. Uh, Ethereum, also, uh, 184.09. So it's gaining just $0.61 cents per Ethereum coin. It's not bad. Monero up at 62.97, the U.S. dollar equivalent on the coin. Scala, looking at the little micro coins, is at 0.32. And as I mentioned, TurtleCoin is a real performer this week. Yeah, yes. astonishingly sitting now. We're talking about a gain from last week at 0.26 ten thousandths of a cent. Yep. To this week, 0.43. That's what about a 60 percent jump. A huge jump for Turtle Massive. And if we look at those graphs on category5.tv slash crypto report, you'll see that TurtleCoin this week has gone kind of like this and then whoop. And it's that one coin that's just going up, but it's a micro coin. Yes. So we're talking ten thousandths of a cent. 
but considering it is a microcoin, it's very easy to mine. It's very easy to purchase or yep. invest in uh, and very affordable. Uh, it's a good way to get in on cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. But because of that, it's it's like it's not worth a lot. Mm-hmm. You have to have a lot of them for it to be worth anything. But seeing that trend and seeing that it is growing very, very quickly, it, it, that's really encouraging for those who are investing in microcoins. Yeah. But keep in mind, the cryptocurrency um, market is always changing. It's always volatile, and it never closes. That means it's open 24-7. That means if you go to bed at 11 o'clock at night and get up at 4 in it's the morning, different. yeah, it's completely yes. flipped on its head. So, like, you got to keep that in mind. And, and what our recommendation here at Category 5 TV is, is simply to only invest and only um, put into cryptocurrency what you can afford to lose. Because, uh, you know, if you take that approach, if you say, you know, I'm probably going to lose this, then, hey, if you gain, you're, you're just doing great. Exactly. But I don't want you to invest in something that, hey, if you lose, you're really losing. Okay. Yeah. So I, I want you to invest only what you can afford to lose. Yep. Sasha, if we can head back to your newsroom, because I know Certainly. you've got a couple of great stories for us this week. Sure do. Amidst an already rocky ship following their response to U.S. sanctions in Venezuela, Adobe continues to falter in the eyes of users, making a security blunder that exposed around 7.5 million user records to the public. Security researcher Bob Dyashenko, together with Comparatech, discovered the unsecured database. Adobe had left the data of its users on a publicly accessible server. Specifically, the researchers discovered an unsecured Elasticsearch database containing data of Adobe Creative Cloud users. Anyone with access to the internet could easily view the data without requiring any authentication. The unprotected server contained around 7.5 million records of the users. The data included personal information of the individuals, such as email addresses, member ID, country, date of account creation, subscription status, payment status, Adobe products in use, and time since last login. It also leaked information about whether the user is an Adobe employee or not. Despite the explicit personal information it leaked, the unsecured database did not expose any financial data or passwords. The researchers discovered the unsecured database on October 19, 2019. Upon discovering the database, they immediately notified Adobe about it. Following their report, the company secured the database the same day. However, Dyashenko estimates that the database remained publicly accessible for about a week. It also remains unconfirmed whether anyone else has access to the database during this time. Comparatech's report states, quote, The information exposed in this leak could be used against Adobe Creative Cloud users in targeted phishing emails and scams. Fraudsters could pose as Adobe or a related company and trick users into giving up further information, such as passwords, for example, end quote. Users should remain very careful and be overly skeptical if they receive any emails that appear to be from Adobe, especially if it asks for passwords or sensitive data or requires the user to click a link or call a phone number. Okay, so anyone who has the internet yes. has access to 7.5 million user records. Yep. Yes. Anyone who has the internet. Yes. Think about that. <laughs> That's a really big blunder. That's yes. like anyone. Anybody. Anyone watching this. Yep. Do you remember... Uh, Mission Impossible. 
I the do. first movie, like do, everything do, that do, Tom do, Cruise do, do, had to do. go through to get the knock list. I don't know. You're going way back, dude. It's like all the rage. You just watched this, didn't you? No, no, no I haven't oh, watched okay. it in years. But oh, wow. I'm I'm listening to this years. story and I'm thinking, have we gotten like relaxed as a society that we're going sure. hey we got yes. like that sure movie's all about yeah. the super secure knock list and and now you've got it's like hey we got all this information it's just out there yet my grandma could find it i mm-hmm. suspect if there is a are they an employee yes or no column <laughs> i feel like it's from it must be from an employee whoever run that computer is not on the list of somebody put employees. it online yeah yes yeah yeah, yeah. but it, it's it's unfortunate that this was such a blunder by Adobe because they are a respected name within the industry. I mean, everybody goes, oh, Adobe. I, I, I use Adobe. I know Adobe. I go, oh, Adobe. Right. <laughs> That's how Adobe. I like, If But here's the thing about, like, I hear the story and I go, if it was, oh, Facebook, I go, oh, come on again. But I hear Adobe, I'm like, really? Adobe? Yeah. Come on. Like, the that's people, the core of who I trust. The people who make Flash. I just think I know. Just maybe saying. we haven't. I know, but may, maybe we didn't get relaxed. I think we just have never got to the point where we understand the importance of security, like as a general public. Like it's not that they relax themselves; it's that nobody's ever been as secure as they ought to be. I, I think as a society we've gotten too relaxed. I think we go, oh, I've got encryption. Oh, I've got. We put too much trust in the software that totes all these wonderful things and we forget about the very basic security i think i honestly think that i mean and i don't know a lot about adobe's history but i i think that something like this would lead me to believe that maybe they've never been on the forefront of security there you go they're the ones who make flash (laughs) okay Okay, but so here's the, the the challenge with this one is you've got all this information that's out there and right at the end of the story, you're like, oh, people, you could get these emails trying to get your login information. Mm-hmm. How does Adobe go out there and contact 7 million people? It's not Adobe yeah. that's going to do that. Nah. No, but how do you go out there and go, by the way, uh, you're part of the list. Don't give out your information, but you might want to update it or do some sort of security measures without them going, really? <laughs> really? Are you sure you're not here to sell me duct cleaning? <laughs> really? There's... Uh, to be honest, there's no reason why you should ever be giving that information ever anyway. I, I agree. This is just another one of those stories that makes me think, okay, well, hopefully the people that I am in contact with on the daily or love or just general humanity knows that if somebody says, hey, type your password in here, you're not going to listen. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> this really drives us to that mindset of thinking that when we sign up with these companies for their services, we need to use fake names. We need to use fake account information. Like, because keep in mind, okay, so passwords weren't exploited this time. So, but it does go to show that we have to use a different password on every service that we use online. If passwords were exploited, what other services would have been exploited of ours? Because, oh, sure. like, if we use the same password on our online banking and on our Twitter account, and most and, people do, and I a lot to, of people do. Like, oh. Okay, you take care of that. 
I know. I just need to do like, I need, I need a cleanse of it. Like I need, because I've started, but then you get all panicky. And and things like LastPass can help with that because you can do a local dump to like a comma separated value file. Yes. That you can then open into LibreOffice Calc or Excel or whatever you use. And do do a look through and see where you've used the same password over and over again. Yeah. And fix that. Right. Go into those services and correct it. And then delete your file that you've created. Mm -hmm. But it really just goes to show that, like, when you put your information out there, we trust that someone like Adobe, they're big. And we can trust them with our data. Like, we're talking about our address, our payment information, our financial information, oh, yeah. and our account information, and, and enough to probably do some, some rudimentary uh, identity theft. <clears throat> Certainly, phishing scams and spear phishing are, are <laughs> yep. big concerns right now because any customer who is exploited, like 7.5 million people here, folks, like, this is not, like, 200 people. This is 7.5 million Adobe customers who have been exposed. And you're going to hit some people who are not very tech savvy. And when Mm -hmm. those people receive those emails that look exactly like an Adobe email saying, hey, your account has been compromised. Click here to reset your password. And it takes you to add0b3.com. Yep. And lets you enter your password. Now they've got your password. They didn't get it the first time, but they got it now. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And now that's the same password that you use on your online banking and your Twitter account, your Facebook account, and everything else. And that's where it all starts, right? And once they get your email account, well, then they can find your bank and they can say, forgot password, send me the email. See, and that's why for things like this, I mean, maybe I'm just a little bit over paranoid, but the fact that I have 15 different emails... Like, some people are like, you're nuts. You got 15. But I do. I have Jeff1 at no, gmail.com. But, but I have some emails for certain things. I have some <laughs> emails for others. Okay. Yeah. That way, I don't have those linked systems. Yes. And it's just, it's one more little layer of security. It's like, okay, if I get breached on this email. But, I mean, even within those email systems, I also have different password systems, and sure. all of those are individualized. So, Can I just save you a lot of trouble and just say, you know what, two-factor authentication is the answer, Jeff? Yeah. Yeah, I know. So that if your email account got compromised, well, they've got your password. Right, but not everybody does two-factor authentication. But they don't have your phone. But Gmail does. G- yes, there are so some do services it. that do. Just but set it up. I know, but not all services recognize that. I truly wish there was two-factor. What service does not have two-factor authentication? And you don't have to say it out loud, but if they do not offer two-factor authentication, move on. Uh, there are, so Just move on. If exactly. your bank doesn't have two-factor authentication for online banking, oh, yeah. they're banking wrong. Yeah, banking, move on. Yes, absolutely. Get a different banks, bank. They've got it. I, I, I don't think any of my banks don't have two-factor authentication. But there, right. there are services that I use, and, and with an organization that I'm, that I volunteer with, they use other services that are pretty specific to what they use. Mm-hmm. And some of those are, you know, you've, you can't get other options out there. It's, it's that software and that service is individualized, and they don't offer two-factor. So it's like you can't go somewhere somewhere mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate. Well, that's, that's a huge failing on them. And for those, for those companies who can't offer it, 
it's don't not, give them I don't real think, info. I don't think don't it's give they them can't. real info. I think it's just that they haven't. But then don't give them real info. Spell your name the other way. Like don't allow G- it. G E O F R E. Look, you guys want to say that in your terms of service that I have to give you my home address? Well, you know what? You don't have two-factor authentication, so I'm giving you my postal box. Sure. Period. Yep. There's no way I'm giving you my home address when you don't even have two-factor authentication. Mm-hmm. Period. That's how we as users have to be. Yes. Right. Because if we're not putting our foot down to protect our data and the confidentiality of our lives, then we're as much to blame as the service providers who don't offer those protections. But I think a lot of that is industry mindset. And I I think the industry needs to get to the standpoint of going, okay, we can't rely upon the public to protect themselves. We have to go that extra level. And I think so often it's, we got to get this out. We got to push it out. We're on a budget. We got to move. We'll deal with this and we'll get to that other stuff later. And I Mm. think that's, I think that's a problem. There yes. are big problems when it comes to budgets. Absolutely, there. We're not even going to go there. Okay, no. where we are going to oh, go. Oh, Sasha to wants the next to move story. on. Oh, okay, <laughs> Sasha. An interesting and unexpected flaw in how smart devices work has turned up as five months after returning a rental car, the customer discovered that he can still track the vehicle, lock and unlock it, and even start and stop its engine. When Masamba Sinclair rented a Ford Expedition from Enterprise Rent-A-Car last May, he was excited to connect it to Ford Pass. The app allows drivers to use their phones to remotely start and stop the engine, lock and unlock the doors, and track the vehicle's precise location. He says, quote, I enjoyed it and logged into Ford Pass to be able to access vehicle features from my phone, such as locking, unlocking, and starting the engine. I liked the idea of it more than I found it useful. The UI does look good and work well, though, end quote. Now Sinclair's opinion of mobile apps and rental cars is decidedly less favorable. That's because five months after he returned the vehicle on May 31st, his app continues to have control over the vehicle. Despite multiple other people renting the SUV in the intervening months, Ford Pass still allows Sinclair to track the location of the vehicle, lock and unlock it, and start or stop its engine. Sinclair has brought the matter to Ford's attention both through its website and multiple times on Twitter. So far, Ford has done nothing to kill his access. He says of the setup, quote, all it took was me downloading the app and entering the VIN and then confirming connectivity through the infotainment system, end quote. While he believes there is probably a way to disassociate his phone from the car itself, he's right in thinking it's crazy to put the onus on renters to have to do that. Not to mention the security questions that that raises. (laughs) I kind of feel like this is like an issue on the car rental companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I th- so, I feel like they need to have like like okay, add to your like when you're vacuuming out the car, when you're cleaning the seats, you got to reset the computer. Right. Right? Like that has to be part of the the methodology. So what's funny is I I pre-read the stories, right? Okay. It, okay. So I this morning loaded up the news stories to yeah. pre-read them, make sure that I pronounce everything right. Um <laughs> And then I check my calendar and I'm like, oh, yeah, my car's getting fixed. I have to pick up my rental today. (laughs) Does it have? I didn't even, I haven't connected. I I just picked it up and on the way here, but I am not (laughs) going to connect it. If you rent a Tesla, you can actually control it like a remote control car. With my arm? 
No, with your app. Yeah. No. So, like, totally, like, see, hey, hey, if you rent a Tesla, let's see what kind I of control you maintain. I, I haven't rented a, a Tesla, but I have rented other vehicles. I mean, just my commuting mm-hmm. job, I've had car accidents. And so you get, it's in the shop, you get a rental. Yeah. And I have not yet rented a car that has Bluetooth capabilities that doesn't have all of the previous users who have connected data removed. Ooh. Yeah, there, yeah. There was okay. one that I picked up, and I, I chuckled, and I went back into the to the dealer, and I or so you spotted this. You're I, the user. I have you're the renter. Left, I haven't even left the rental lot, and I walk in, and I'm like, "Do you guys clear the computer?" And mm. he goes, "Uh, what are you talking about?" I'm like, "I want to show you something." There's the previous. Well, I'm assuming the previous eight renters, but there was eight renters Bluetooth information on there, Man. including. Their GPS searches. Come on. It was all in the computer. I'm like, this is ridiculous, man. See? So that is like, definitely oh, a failing. So we on cleared the, the information. But I mean, that's like within the vehicle's database, <laughs> not even talking about connection remotely. And I'm like, yeah. Oh. But, but what's the answer? Go to the next meeting and be like, I've got an idea, guys. And be like, employee <laughs> of the month for sure. Well, yeah. <laughs> but what is the answer? Because, like, if the car manufacturers start putting like a kill button that like resets everything, then like that's the greatest gag. Like at a party, like just push the kill button on everyone's car. But I feel like if you're going to buy, like, it's, you can get, you can contact. You said buy. There should be. What if I bought no. a car that somebody previously owned and they start you killing know, my engine on me? Sure. You know how you can put governors on the speed of like NASCAR cars? Sure you okay, can. Okay, so there should but be like a But why would da- you? They're NASCAR. You want them to <laughs> no, be fast. Can. But they should be able to put like a, a security governor on <laughs> that they okay. that has to stay on if it's a rent rental car. That's smart. right. Yeah, okay. And then take yeah. it off if it's a privately owned. And that's mm. where I was going is if, if you are a fleet based rental company like you know hertz mm-hmm. or something yeah, yeah. it's like oh we're you know ford we want to buy you know a fleet of 20 vehicles we're going to put across nationwide outlets mm. that you have it built in to the software right. that there is an automatic hmm. reset and for a yeah. company like ford or any other who's got the ability to program go hey you know we've got this feature well at, it's 50 bucks a car don't worry but it's because of the user data that get you Okay. This is like, a great feature. Gone yeah. are the days where there used to be a valet key. You used to have a regular key and a valet key. Right. And ah, the valet yeah. key yeah, yeah, yeah. wouldn't open the glove compartment or okay. the trunk. Yeah, right? Yeah. They need the equivalent of that for data. Yeah. Can yeah. I just say, Yeah. we're having this discussion, and we've had this discussion for all of two minutes and 30 seconds. Yep. And I think we we've, already, <laughs> we've got the answer <laughs> in that... Okay, so so these big companies that like Ford, because Ford is the example. Yeah. Why have they not had this discussion for two minutes and thirty seconds to say, okay, let's just say, how long have you been away from your car? Now yours is in for service, so that's an interesting case. How long have you been away from your car? Right now, since four thirty. Perfect. How long have you been away from your car? Mm, two and a half hours. Okay. How long will you be away from your car? Till the eleventh. Two days. So that what's today? The sixth. So you've Six. got like an, uh, you, a week. Okay. Yeah. So so let's say a week. Yes. So I miss it already. Are you ever away from your car for a week? Vacations. Pretty rare though, right? So if I'm away from my car for four days, my phone app disconnects from my car. Unless I approach my car and then it reconnects and it says, You've been away from your car for four days. 
enter your pin. Mm. Yeah. And it shows the pin on the screen in the car. That makes sense. Okay, to just to throw that out there. Yeah. Right. If I'm away from my car for two weeks, it just deactivates the connection altogether. You just have that's to reactivate right. it. Yeah, and that's like later. I mean, like, or at least like let's say, it. let's just say, okay, there's a there, on the screen in the car, it shows a pin, and on my phone, if I have not been at the car physically within the last four days, I have to enter that pin into my phone. It's a four-digit pin. Big See, that's deal. Smart, and that's a little we bit of solved it. That's it. Yeah, we solved it. There you go. Why the heck aren't they doing this? This is what we do here. We fix the world's problems. <laughs> <laughs> But that just makes sense. Like yes. that's that's like stupid. Yeah. So Ford, are you watching? Because yeah. come on now. <laughs> just do it and like call it the Cat Five feature or something. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, My car doesn't have Bluetooth though. Yeah. <laughs> Big thanks to Roy W. Nash and our community of viewers for submitting stories to us this week. Thanks for watching the Category Five TV Newsroom. Don't forget to like and subscribe for all your tech news with a slight Linux bias. And if you appreciate what we do, become a patron at patreon.com slash newsroom. From the Category 5.tv newsroom, I'm Sasha Rickman. And I'm Robbie Ferguson. And I'm Jeff Weston. Well, thank you, everybody, for being here with us this week. That's all the time that we have, but mm -hmm. it's been great having you here. And we appreciate each and every one of you. Don't forget, we are on uh, Twitter at Category 5 TV. Uh, you can also find us on pretty much anywhere that you want to watch shows like YouTube or we're even on Facebook. I mean, if we're, you go on Facebook yeah. and do a search for Category 5 TV, we're there. We're there. Right. Yeah. And we're legit like everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's funny everywhere. because I always say to, I say to people, I'm not on Facebook except on Wednesdays. Yes. <laughs> we're there. Just search for Category 5 TV. Um, yeah, we're pretty much everywhere, so do a search for us and you'll find us. Uh, but Twitter, uh, we're active. Um, Facebook, uh, we do broadcast live, and I post some memes there once in a while that are quite fun. Um, but really, I mean, Twitter's the place. Our website, Category5.tv, is a great place to connect with the show. That's where everything is. Yeah, that's yes. kind of where it all comes together, folks. So uh, we hope to see you there. Have a wonderful week, everyone, and thank you for being here with us. See ya. Bye.